wood concrete and glass back after a long weekend up here in Canada we've got uh, Thanksgiving runs a little earlier than, uh, than the States but uh, had, a, had a good one lots of turkey all the same sort of uh, festivities apply uh, to the American Thanksgiving but we just have it uh, earlier so Feeling a little, uh, little on the hazier side uh, of things today, but uh, let's see. Yesterday or last time I talked, talking about the five um, sort of five different uses or five different ways to approach uh, a piece of property that you own or are looking into purchase. Um, so that's uh, that's sort of your your five point framework to see what you want to do <clears throat> when analyzing a lot. Um, and so like getting, getting into the weeds a little bit on that, you know, I'll continue maybe talking about that a bit is that it's sort of a cycle, like property sort of works in a cycle. So what was a move in ready, no, no further action required in the 1970s, like a newly built house at that point in time. It was brand new, so it had come through a subdivision process, so it had gone through step five of the process and was turned into multiple step ones, right? Step one being, you know, maybe some minor paint that's required, but no, no renovations. And then as the property or as the house ages, it moves from one to two. Where, okay, let's do some reconfiguration. 70s design sort of lends itself to... Uh, to some changes so now it's a number now it's a two or you know work is being done but maybe no you know no permits are required for that work then moves progresses on to a number three um, and the number three then progresses on to four and then all of a sudden you get to a point where a 70s uh, lot and layout the, the, re, the zoning has changed such that it now turns into a part a number five again where you might be able to actually subdivide that piece of property into two or more lots so you see that how that sort of works now obviously that will only go to a certain a certain level um, but maybe not maybe you you've chiseled down these nice big lots into into smaller smaller lots and then what happens a land assembly that assembles five or six lots and now you build a um, either a tower or or an apartment building or something of that nature right so it it constantly sort of cycles through um, and uh, I find that interesting I, I sort of thought about this model uh, a while back when I was sort of preparing some uh, some materials um, for uh, for a project I was working on and I thought you know that's sort of an interesting way to look at it because it's all your your property is always somewhere on that her, that horizon and for some people it's on different stages of the horizon you just have to know what the different stages are because um, if you think about it that way maybe it changes the whole shape of your project because if you think um, of a timeline your timeline could be um, maybe a 10-year timeline for subdivision and, and redevelopment but you need to get there somehow right so maybe it 
and you need to maybe have a larger house for the next 10 years as your kids are growing up or whatever so you, you know you put on that that addition to to solve the basic needs and then go through that application process later on down the line so it's sort of a sort of an interesting way to to think about it sort of stepwise path to to the different uh to the different options that you have when you're analyzing a piece of property but at, at all those levels I think it's important to understand the zoning, current zoning, um, and also ask about future changes to zoning. Like pe- people won't necessarily know at the front counter, but you might be able to get a sense. And you know, if if you have a longer-term horizon for a subdivision, there's no problems in checking in like every maybe three or four years. Um, you know, pop in to City Hall, and if you, like I mentioned a few uh, shows ago, <laughs> a few episodes ago, if you've got a contact at uh, at the hall or at the local government branch or wherever you do business with with the government, you know, send a send a yearly Christmas card or a Christmas note to to the person, and keep that person sort of um, close at close at uh, top of mind. Um, you know, like just keep your address handy in the subject line. Like, oh yeah, I remember. Remember, I talked to you uh, a couple of years ago about maybe subdividing my lot. Thanks so much for that. You know, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, whatever the whatever the um, greeting would be, and um, just keep that person. Like, oh yeah, like maybe I do remember that person. Like, especially if you get a card every year from someone or an email note or whatever it is. Right? It doesn't have to be a Christmas card. An email note suffices, um, and just sort of work in there. Like, oh, have there been any major changes? Or probably not. But I just call it to keep keep it in mind. So it's a good way to uh, to sort of um, um, create rapport with uh, with some people there at the hall, and uh, allows you to get uh, to get further down the line with the process than you may have otherwise. So, um, let's see, back on this five-point scale, what else could be of value? I'm just sort of going off the cuff here as it's my walk. We're having a beautiful October uh, October morning here. Um, sun shining, birds chirping, the whole show. It's a little bit windy. Um, that's okay. Um, actually, funny story. Someone just bought a, uh, bought a property um, in Delta, and they were asking me for for information on that property, and of course, you know, I go through, do my spiel, and um, just a, a one way to look at it is this person's buying it to rebuild in three years. They're going to rent it in the meantime, so it's a it's a number <laughs> it's a number five property for the person, but in the meantime, it's going to be a number two because they need to get to that um, get to that three-year mark by renting it out. So they're gonna do some simple stuff um, on the interior, paint, um, baseboards, maybe cabinetry, that sort of thing. They don't want to spend more than 20 grand on it. And so that's how that's how a property um, that's how a property gets analyzed, right? So it's it's got its long-term, best and potential use for that owner and then it's got how are we going to get there so maybe um, you're not buying an investment property like this gentleman was 
but you're buying a short-term um, solution for your family to get you to the eventual long-term solution. So you say, okay, buy the property now, throw 20 grand into it to make it, just spruce it up a bit. You don't want to live in a rundown place, right? Um, you want to keep uh, keep up with curb appeal and all that sort of thing to keep your neighbors happy because when you come to them in 10 years or five years, assuming you have the same neighbors, and you say, oh, hey, neighbor, like, how you been? This is my plan. This is how it's going to help uh, increase all of your property values, right? You want to be always on good terms with your neighbors and, and considerate of uh, what they're doing as you do what you're doing. So um, running elevation plans past them again here's an opportunity for that that stag model i was talking about study teach right teach before you apply which is the a of course in stag before you apply for your um your uh building permit or your development permit whatever your case dictates run uh run it past your neighbors say hey we're having a barbecue at uh at my place, I'm going to run you through a, a bit of a diagram as to what we're proposing to do on this piece of property. And, heck, you'll, you will win so much more favor doing that than just slashing and burning um, and, and going right at it once you get a permit, on, you know, sort of on the sly. Like, if you don't have to give any sort of notification for your process, all of a sudden one day the, the excavator just shows up and starts tearing the you know starts capping the services or or a surveyor is prowling around on the neighbor's property to find the pins and, and get a um get a layout of where the the pins are it's just a just a terrible way to do business in the neighborhood so so get ahead of that um give people lots of time because even you know some people if you plan on doing some of this major um tear down and that sort of thing in the summer people can then adjust their holidays maybe they want to take some time off and say hey um joe could, do you think you could maybe set this up so you potentially get your 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 demo permit you know june june 1 or june 2 instead of like right at the end of the school year or sorry at the end of the school year instead of like right in the middle of the summer just heading back into school i mean there's only so much you can really control but even having that conversation and say yeah i'll do my best to try um is a good way to to build some rapport with your neighbors some municipalities actually have um, a good neighbor policy where they have like a list of guidelines um, that developers are to follow as they approach um, approach issuance and making sure everybody's notified of when heavy machinery is going to be in the neighborhood because you know sometimes there's little kids playing in the streets and in and around these machines and you need to make make things safe and if you can avoid these sort of situations heck with a little bit of with a little bit of fourth you know forethought you can do uh, you can do some good work so so that's sort of again a review of the five points and the five different options you have and a little little discussion into you know neighborly neighborly behavior and and thinking and and sort of pre-selling to your neighbors before you get going because and who knows maybe they even have a good idea <laughs> maybe they've got that that brilliant million dollar idea that that you just hadn't thought of and they've been wanting to do on their property because the, the million dollar idea might be 
let's uh, let's combine our two properties and get a third property. Right? Like if you if you consolidate, as mentioned earlier, that's that that could take you from a a minor renovation or a small addition or just the replacement build of a new house to having the, the lot dimensions that would make you eligible for subdivision and creation of another lot, which could put money in both of your pockets. So, and both get you new houses. So, I mean, something to think about, but uh, yeah, that's it for today. If you have any questions, I think you can sort of voice them through this, uh, through this app. If not, hit me up on uh, Instagram wood concrete glass or at wood concrete glass have a good day